This is Erin Woodruff, and you are listening to the Time is on Your Side podcast, episode 5. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to the start of a new week. I cannot believe that we're already halfway through May. It is just crazy to me, but it's getting warmer outside, and I'm a huge fan of that. I've been spending a lot of time outside recently, and it has definitely made my soul happy. So get outside and get some sunshine. I'm excited for today's episode because I want to review and go over the model. The model is a tool that was created by Brooke Castillo, and Brooke Castillo is the owner of the Life Coach School, where I got my coaching certification from. When I refer to the model, it is a teaching method that Brooke created to help understand human behavior. It's simply a tool more than anything, but it is an amazing tool that can be applied in so many different ways, and I use it as my primary tool in my coaching methods. It is not the only tool that I use, but it is one that I rely on a lot as I'm coaching my clients, and I truly believe that when these tools are applied to any part of your life, they can be life-changing. So I really am so excited to talk about the model today to give you a brief overview and to help you gain a little bit more insight as to what I do in my coaching and how I approach things with my clients. The model has five pieces. These five pieces are circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. Believe it or not, anything that exists in your life can actually fit into one of these five categories. Very briefly, in the model, it always goes in that order, circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, results. And as we use the model and look at it closely, circumstances trigger thoughts, thoughts create feelings, feelings drive actions, actions produce results, and results always prove our thought true. I want to talk about each line of the model so you can understand it a little bit more clearly. First, we have circumstances. Circumstances are factual. They are without opinion and everyone would agree. Circumstances are neutral until we have a thought about them. Circumstances can be proven in a court of law. Although I'm not always extremely rigid with this definition of circumstances in my coaching, it is a good baseline to help you understand that circumstances truly are neutral until you have a thought about them. This is not to go and say that you should always have positive thoughts about all circumstances. I think that is one of the biggest misconceptions about coaching right off the bat. Just because you say circumstances are neutral does not mean that I am downplaying or disregarding the severity of any circumstance in life. There are plenty of circumstances I would classify as horrific, as immoral, as inappropriate in many ways. The only thing is that I am saying with circumstances being neutral is that they are neutral until we have a thought about them. 
And that's when we get to choose what to think about the things that are happening in our life. A few examples of stating circumstances as facts without the drama and in a neutral way is to say it is 56 degrees outside right now. You're simply just stating the facts of the temperature outside. It removes your opinion of whether 56 degrees is hot or cold or just right. Another circumstance that I have in my life is that I have a baby who's 10 months old. Other circumstances might be the specific date or time that something happened. Maybe it's a location where you lived or are currently living. Other circumstances can be exactly what someone has said to you or maybe the words that were written in a letter or an email. Moving on to thoughts. Thoughts are the meaning we give to circumstances. They are subjective and they can't necessarily be proven in a court of law. Our thoughts are optional. Even if we don't think they're optional, they are optional. And our thoughts are the reasons for our feelings. The thoughts that we have are based on our own experience and perception. This one concept can help us understand why and how people around the world can have opposing thoughts. You can look around you right now, and I'm sure you can look at something that's happening in your life or in the world where something is happening you don't agree with, but someone else might agree with it. This is one example of how we can all have different thoughts about the same circumstances that are happening. So all of the thoughts that you have will truly be formed from your own individual life experience. Next, we have feelings. What we think creates how we feel. Our thoughts create our feelings. Although it doesn't feel like it at times, our feelings are not created by our circumstances. They are created by what we're thinking about our circumstances. The only thing we really want in life is to feel good. And the only thing we're trying is to avoid feeling bad. All of our emotions or feelings are only vibrations in our bodies. It doesn't matter if they're a positive emotion or a negative emotion. It is still a vibration in our body. Negative emotions trigger our fight or flight response, whereas positive emotions empower us and lead us to effective actions. What we feel is what drives our behaviors. Our emotions drive our actions. Actions are based on our feelings. Based on the feeling driving our behavior, our actions can show up in three different ways. Action, inaction, or reaction. If we want to change 
something that we're doing in our life, first, we need to be aware of the feeling that's driving the action we're currently doing. As a time management coach, I see this really often with my clients. People want me to tell them how to change so they can get different results. They want me to tell them what to do. But to be totally honest, why do you need me when you have all of the internet? There are a million resources on time management available to you right now. So why aren't you implementing some of those resources? There are already a whole bunch of people that have told you exactly how to be effective with your time. But as a coach, what I help you do and realize for yourself is to recognize what feelings are you having that are driving your current behavior. Because willpower can only take you so far. How many New Year's resolutions have you set and have never followed through on? Maybe you did for a week, maybe a few months. Because willpower can only take us so far. So when I talk to clients about making legitimate plans for their life and organizing their time, it's so important for us to really spend time to understand what emotions are driving their current actions. We also look at what thoughts are creating the emotions that they are feeling. This is probably my favorite part of what I do as a coach is to help people understand where they are without awareness. You can't change. I know I say it in every single podcast, but it's true. You have to understand where you are and where you want to go, because if you don't, you really can never make any changes. The hardest part about self-evaluation is being able to look at yourself without judgment. Being able to see exactly where you are right now, what you're doing, and being okay with it. That is where I help you as a coach. I help you confront the reality that maybe you're trying to ignore right now. I can give you so many time management strategies, and I do. But if you don't understand the thoughts and the feelings that are creating the actions that you don't like right now, it doesn't matter the time management strategies I give you. It will be impossible for you to follow through with any plan if you don't change the way you think and feel about yourself. And that's what I love most about coaching. I love bringing all of this together and blending the mindset as well as the strategy together so you can truly create magic that happens in your life. And the last thing that we have in the model is results. Our actions will determine the results that show up in our life. Our results are usually proof of the original thought in the model when we're looking at one in a specific example. If we are looking for things to complain about, we will find things to complain about. If we are looking for things to be grateful for, we will find things to be grateful for. 
You are responsible for creating your own results. You are not responsible for other people's results. This is honestly the hardest part to do for anyone. Is to look at your current life circumstances and to own up to everything. Even if your circumstances have somehow thrown you there by chance and you don't believe that you created that circumstance or result for you, my only advice right now is what are you going to do to change it now? I have a dear friend who lost her dad when she was 16. That is a circumstance That is the result right now that she has in her life. She did not create that, but by series of events, that is how her life has played out. It's a circumstance every day in her life. And even though she didn't create that result, she is the one who gets to decide every single day how she is going to think about the circumstance of no longer having her dad. The same thing could be said for so many other circumstances. Maybe you did nothing to create the current circumstances of your life, but right now you get to choose what you think about them and how you can change them. When it comes to things like death, We will never be able to undo that. But there are so many other circumstances that we do have control over or we could make a difference. The sooner you embrace being in charge of your own results, the sooner you can take your own power back. When you put the power in hands of people outside of you to control what's happening in your life, that is when you lose all of your power is believing that you are at the mercy of someone else. Being able to recognize that you can create new results by changing the way you think is one of the most powerful realizations you could ever have in this life. Last year, I read for the first time Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. I don't know how I have made it so far without reading this book, but for me, it will probably be one I read every single year. If you haven't read it yet, I highly recommend it. Viktor Frankl was an Austrian neurologist and a Holocaust survivor. In the book, he doesn't give details about the Holocaust necessarily because there has already been a lot written on World War II and the Holocaust, and he does mention that in the book, but he talks about his search for meaning in life and his experience during the Holocaust. He talks about the power of thought, the power that you have in your own mind, the space that no one else can take from you. You are the one that creates everything in your own mind, even if you cannot control the world outside of you. It's extremely thought-provoking and very insightful. And for me, it was a reminder to take ownership over what I'm thinking, how I'm feeling, what I'm doing, 
and the results that I'm creating in my own life. So that brings me to the end of the model. That is just a very brief overview. It has so many applications. You can literally apply anything that's happening in your life right now into the model and you can learn so much. We've got our circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. Everything in this world can be plugged into one of those five areas. If you don't believe me, book a call and let's chat about it. I love using this tool in my coaching with my clients and with myself. The whole point of this tool is to learn how to use it on yourself and how to apply it. So eventually you won't even need me to coach you because you will have the tools and the abilities to self-coach and to bring awareness to your own mind. And that is the coolest part about the model. So we've got our circumstances that trigger our thoughts. Thoughts create feelings. Feelings drive actions. Actions produce results. And the results are evidence of what we think. That's the model in a nutshell. I know this is a lot of information coming in really quick. So I have put together a freebie. You can go to my website and download it. ErinWoodruffCoaching.com. It's short. It's three pages. The first page goes over the model and reviews everything that I've talked about in this podcast today. The other two pages are worksheets and exercises for you to understand the difference between circumstances and thoughts. I will definitely talk more about that as I continue my podcast, but it's a really good starting point if you haven't ever pulled apart circumstances from thoughts. Again, you can go grab that freebie on my website, erinwoodruffcoaching.com. I would love to hear what you think about this tool. Connect with me online, send me a message, send me an email. Let me know what questions you have. Let's practice, and I would love to show you how you can apply it into your life. This tool can change your life if you learn how to apply it and if you learn how to trust it. I can't wait to be your coach. If you would like to work with me, go to my website, erinwoodruffcoaching.com and book a free call with me. Have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. I would be so grateful if you shared this episode with someone who could also benefit from it. Connect with me on Instagram at Erin Woodruff Coaching or on my website, erinwoodruffcoaching.com. Woodruff